Good evening and happy Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about the process as necessary. You can also find this message in print on my website at www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. The scripture that I reference it comes out of Deuteronomy 31.6, the New King James Version. And it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who get, goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Getting to the promised land wasn't an easy task. The Israelites had to go through the process. Getting to the cross wasn't an easy task. Jesus had to go through the process. One thing that I love to do is break down the meaning of words so we all can be on the same page. What does the word process mean? To get the definition, I went to dictionary.com. And it says, a systematic series of actions directed to some end. A continuous action, operation, or series of changes taking place in a definite manner. And they gave you an example for each one. It says, to devise a process for homogenizing milk and the process of decay. Now, both of these definitions, they give you the meaning of the word process and a visual to aid you in getting the full meaning of the word. This allows you the ability to know that going through a process isn't going to be easy. You won't have that microwave effect. You're not able to pop it in and in two minutes your popcorn kernels are complete and full of flavor. Life and the trials and tribulations you go through won't have that effect. The Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years. Jesus fasted in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. They both had to go through their own individual process. The levels of what they had to endure were different, but the outcome was, was similar in nature. The Israelites were attempting to get to the promised land, and Jesus was on his journey to the cross. Both of these encounters were necessary because it teaches us the path that they each had to take to get to their own in result, their blessing. But guess what? They had to go through the process. Jesus' time in the desert wasn't, an extens- wasn't as extensive as the Israel's- Israelites because he was about his father's business. He had been groomed for it. Same as the, pro- you know, the definition of process. He had to go through the process. He had to be groomed. Jesus didn't just come on the scene. He didn't come on the scene until he was well into his 30s. What do you think he was doing in that time? He was being groomed and he was being processed. The Israelites had been in captivity for many, many years. They had learned behaviors that had to be unlearned, removed, and burned away. How are you held against your will, taught to bow down to foreign practices, and be able to just walk into the promised land, ready to walk into your God-given purpose, full of blessings and favor with old baggage? 
How are you going to be effective for the kingdom of God? So many people, including myself, want or wanted the microwave fast effect to come out of captivity. Their trials, their tribulations, the wilderness, the darkness, etc. We want to lay down one day and wake up the next with a changed attitude, a renewed heart, a new lease on life, favor that was endless and more abundance than we can stand. But guess what? The process is necessary to remove and discard of everything that you and I picked up and allowed to attach itself to us along the way. When Jesus was crucified, it was a three-day process before he rose. But catch this. He had to go through the process of being tempted, being in the wilderness, fasting and praying, raising up his disciples, and having many of them turn their backs on him. He had to turn the water into wine. He had to walk on water. He had to cast out demons. Now, I can keep on going, but I think you get what I'm saying. Jesus had to do some things. He had to be processed to be prepared to be crucified and then lifted up. He had to go through the process to get to his finish line, his victory dance. The Israelites' process took a little longer. Forty years is a long time to be in the wilderness, but guess what? God still took care of them the whole time. He provided for them. He clothed them. He fed them and he gave them shelter. But guess what? They complained and didn't want to listen to his instructions. They argued with Moses and Joshua more than they listened and followed instructions. God gave them the tools necessary to get to the promised land the keys to open up their destiny, but they cried, complained, and rejected the process. Were they this defiant when they were in bondage, in captivity? Do you remember them saying that they were better off when they were with their oppressor? How many of us think that our lives were better when we were living as we wanted to, when we were sinning and fornicating? going to clubs and grinding all up on people we didn't even know, stealing, cursing, doing, and selling drugs, etc. The enemy loves to hold you captive, remind you of the good old days when you were free. How many of these types of behaviors, wait, how, I'm sorry, okay. How does any of these types of behaviors have you free When you're being held captive and raking up strongholds, generational curses, and soul ties. To get rid of everything that isn't of God, you have to go through the process of removing it and cutting it off. Will it be easy? No. Will it be fun? No. Will you enjoy it? No. But catch this. Is all worth it in the end. Jesus got seated at the right hand of the Father after his process. The Israelites walked, or some may have crawled, into the promised land. Their entourage was a little light because of their process. But they eventually got there. 
If they would have got on board sooner than later, their process could have been quicker. How much longer are you going to complain? How much longer are you going to fight the process? How much longer are you going to pout and be disobedient? Let me be the first one to tell you, you are holding up your process. You are holding up your blessings, your favor, your abundance, all because you want to have it your way. Guess what? You have to rid yourself of everything that you carried with you while you were in enemy territory. That baggage has to be disposed of. All of those ungodly thoughts and practices you picked up while hanging out with the enemy has to go. How can God bless you when you're trying to figure out ways to flip it and make it multiply? How can God bless you when you're thinking of ways to sleep your way to the top? How can God bless you when you are scheming to take out your competition? Anything that is worth having is going to come with a process. You want to be refined. You want to be renewed. You want to be washed in the blood. Come out the fire untouched. You have to go through the process. The promised land comes with obedience, blood, sweat, tears, sacrifice, and a burning off of the old man, that old woman. Are you up for the challenge? Are you up for the process, the reawakening? This only happens when you say yes to our Heavenly Father. The choice is yours. What do you choose? Life or death. I thank you for listening to this podcast. Again, the title is going to be The Process is Necessary. You can also find it in print again on my website at www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. And I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast, this message. I hope you have uh, been listening to the other ones as well. If you are not, you can go and check out the other ones that are still available on the uh, podcast. Uh, You can see these on anchorfm.com. If you have the app, you can uh, find it in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere where there's a podcast, you can find this message. So once again, thank you and good night. Mm -hmm.